This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. Hey guys, <laughs> this is Faith, this is Anna, and this is Let's Just Go For One. We have not seen each other in what feels like centuries, <laughs> but I think realistically it's been maybe like a week and a half. It's been, it's been a week and a half. It does feel quite long. Um, I'll do the social media quick and then I have to set the scene up for everybody. Oh, please do. So um, uh, make sure you follow us on at Let's Just Go For One on Instagram um, and make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts, um, subscribe on Spotify. Mm -hmm. I'm probably missing some things, but let me just give you guys the background here. Oh, boy. I went on vacation 11 days ago <laughs> and we recorded a podcast from the car and it was hilarious hilarious like when i t i was like laughing crying yeah my husband was even like which the poor guy had to listen to me for two hours talk to and he couldn't hear the other half of the conversation <laughs> so that must have been very awkward for him but it was super cool we were in the middle of nowhere when i was doing it and my connection kept going in and out and it was affecting it when it was recording slightly but when we played it back it was like completely indistinguishable. Oh my God. There was like, we ended up being on a delay. So then it was bad enough that there were parts where you couldn't hear what, like you couldn't understand what Faith was saying. I think at this point we've all been on a Zoom call when somebody has lost their audio on Zoom. That was me. Yes. Yeah. And then on top of that, when the audio did come back, there was one of us was on a delay. So then we were like speaking on top of each other. Sure. Which, yeah. I mean, is pretty... I mean, that's pretty accurate. That's uh, par uh, for the course. Yeah, for us. exactly. Yeah, that's very yeah. on brand. But it was way worse. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I can't even handle listening to this. I don't even want to know what somebody who isn't us. Yeah, we're going to get bad reviews. Ugh. Yeah. So, it was so we are very sorry for the major delay. Then we got to the house that I stayed in on vacation <laughs> and there was no Wi-Fi. The people before us partied it up in this house. And for whatever reason, the Wi-Fi cords were physically cut. That is like crazy. Which is, is crazy. Like, was somebody murdered there? Because whenever and I the see dining like a cut and the wire, dining room table was gone because they shattered it. It was a glass dining room table, so we had no dining room table. Mm -hmm. Oh, which my was God. fine. The house was like pretty big, and we had other tables, and it was right. fine. But there was no main dining room table. And when we walked in, there were little shards of glass we found all week, and they were like the people before you broke the dining room table. Oh my God! And it was physically cut all the cords. So then. 
the people were supposed to come and like redo the internet or whatever, like Wednesday. And they came and they're like, all of these cords are cut. Now the house has like 17 bedrooms. Oh my so God. So to redo the cable is like a whole process. They couldn't come and like redo a couple things, which was tough because our kids were supposed to be zooming and it was right. like, yeah. So people were using phones as hotspots, but you're going in that a connection. Oh so I told Anna, I was like, I don't even think we can do this once I get to the house because there's no internet and yeah. it was a terrible spotty phone reception. So the nice thing was I was totally unplugged, but I felt a very heavy guilt for not getting a podcast. That was especially when I knew how good it was. I know so that is I mean, my fault. I didn't. You're a better person than I am because I'm like, oops, okay, we can't record. I was like, <laughs> oh my like, god, oh we're my just god. like losing listeners by the day. Like, like we I'm, owe it to them <laughs> to get our shit together. I just want to say she cares way more about you guys than I do. <laughs> she really does. I think that should go on. <laughs> so then we're like, okay, let's wait till I get home, and then we'll do a podcast. And we're like, Sunday night sounds good. So a whole. <laughs> rainbow of events have occurred in the past 24 hours. I feel I, like rainbow is a terrible way to describe that. Yeah, it was all rainbow. been a dark cloud. Yeah, it was like Voldemort for 24 hours. Oh my God, hours for real. In my house. So a lot of shit has gone down. And then I went and got, now, yay, I got my vaccine this morning. Shout yeah. out to Jen, who yes. sent me a text and was like, I can get you in. Got the Johnson & Johnson. So One it's, shot. One dose, one and done, which is very good because now by the time and I was like, God, I'm feeling great. Like I'm doing great. This is great. I'm going all day, whatever. Until about an hour before we have to podcast to which my entire body has shut down. I have no control of um, bowel movements, <laughs> of gas, of and my it feels like I have icicles in my veins. I'm not trying to discourage anyone from getting the vaccine, mind you, but um. I just took like a real nosedive down right before we had to record. Yeah. And she still showed up. I was like, oh, my, my girlfriend's like, don't go and record. I'm like, listen, I can feel like shit at home and laying in bed, shivering and crying. Or I can at least go around Anna and have fun. And like, it'll lift my spirits, even though I can't barely lift my jaw for some reason, because it hurts. Oh um, so no, I made her some tea and gave her children's Tylenol because that's the only Tylenol <laughs> I had in my house. <laughs> And I'm here <laughs> and I'm it, You know what it sounds like? It sounds like the cast of Summer House was up in your rental house before you guys. And got then there. we were the following cast of Summer House. Ooh. I mean, actually, that's my comparison for how my trip was. That's so great. Um, Yeah. But so now I'm feeling not great. I'm a little shaky. Um, I also had a major allergic reaction on vacation and my lip blew up like Professor Clump. And then because it was like this raw skin that was all exposed, it got blistered in the sun. So now I have like Let blisters. I'm so sexy right now, guys. <laughs> I have no control of my bowel movements and I have blisters all over my lip. <laughs> it's super cool. I'm peeling. <laughs> I'm wearing a winter hat because I'm frozen. It's cool. But we're here. We're here, guys. Yeah, we're um, ready to go, man. We're showing up <laughs> because yeah. I feel so bad that we didn't get the last episode out. So I don't know, like worth the wait. Let's let's yeah. hope so. I find worth in my the life wait, what worth the wait. What? Ooh, that might be the title of our episode. Oh, I like it. That was the name we called our vacation because we're cheese like that. But what? 
worth the wait. Oh, worth yeah. the wait. Got yeah. It. I'm like, you used our line with your vacation. No, I like <laughs> wrote worth the wait. You know what I mean? I also feel like I drunk. It. I don't know if other people experience. I feel like, like loosey goosey. Like, I don't really feel like I have control of my bones. Like, I'm a little loosey. Like, I mean, the dance moves you're doing right now are pretty <laughs> awesome. I'm not going to lie. So, I don't know what this is going to turn out like. So, just bear with us, guys. Um, I have one note. Anna has pages. So luckily, she's going to really take control. I just yeah. wanted to yeah, got share got the, the background information of how we got to where we are right now. It's going to be. Yeah. So this is where we're starting. So this whole episode will be Wait What's because we haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. And oh God, she's <laughs> rolling her neck out. This oh. poor girl. We're going to wrap this up. <laughs> um, okay. So is there anything... We don't have a drink of the podcast. We're drinking tea for Christ's sake. I'm drinking tea. Uh, we're just trying to get through it. So let's just get into it. Survival. Yes. So I'll go first for wait what since you only have one and I have like seven. Cool. Uh, <laughs> works out. Perfect. So the good news, guys, is that I bought a couch. <laughs> is it here? I want to see it. No, no. Oh. it's not coming. Well, originally it wasn't coming until June, but now she just called me today. It's coming mid-May. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so... Apparently, furniture is the new toilet paper, and there's like a huge like you can't get anything. I went to like multiple different um, furniture stores, and most of them were like, "Oh, there's a five week or a five month wait on the one couch." I'm like, "That's not worth it." And then a lot of them were like twelve weeks out. I'm like, "What is going on with fucking couches?" And then I realized, oh, because everybody's been home for the past year, so they've beaten the shit out of their couch, which is exactly <laughs> what's happened to mine. Yeah. So now everybody needs a new one. So um, once two stories I want to share because I was triggered twice and you wouldn't think so buying a freaking couch, but somehow I found a way. So I went to and I'm going to throw shade. I went to Ashley Furniture <laughs> and I had my kids with me, which normally I like to do things alone. I don't like to bring them because they act like lunatics wherever we go. Sure. They're Especially, kids. Yeah, exactly. And they're crazy boys. So we go into Ashley and they were actually relatively well behaved. I mean, Jude only like nosedived on a few of the couches. Okay. Which <laughs> is pretty good for them. Um, I did have to keep reminding Max to get his dirty, filthy sneakers off of the couches though. So I'm asking about this certain couch. And of course we found a couch that we loved that was like way too big for the space and like $4,000. I'm like, we're not doing that. Right. So, we didn't really find one. So we're leaving. So I said goodbye and thank you to the guy who is helping us, who is a bit of a curmudgeon anyway. So who stalked you probably? Oh, yeah. He totally That's did. They he, do. The boys, the boys were like, why does he keep following us? I'm like, it's kind of what they do. I know. But it's so annoying. Yeah. But I said, just remember how creepy that is and don't ever do that to someone else. Uh, so learning experience. Yeah. So we're leaving and I said goodbye and thank you to the guy. And then the boys were walking past him and they both said thank you. And he ignored them. I'm like, listen, these two are not normally polite. So in my head, I said that I didn't actually say it. I turned around and gave him the biggest stink eye. And Good. as soon as we walked out, I was like, oh, my God, that was super rude of him to not respond to you guys. And they're like, oh, my God, why was he so mean? I'm like, probably some of the yelling you guys did, but still, like, not an excuse for him to be flat out rude to you. Like, they actually, I was super impressed that they said thank you. I have had kids that have come to the salon that have physically gone behind the register and pulled money out and, like, thrown and, like, put dirty diapers in the garbage and shit. And you just have to, like, 
put a smile on your face and deal with it because they're fucking kids. Like service industry, dude. Were there parents around when that happened? Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, well the shit that happens wow. in a salon. Looks like a few nosedives weren't the bad thing. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, so then where I actually bought my couch was Ashley. Nope. No, the other one. Raymore Outlet. Outlet. Yeah, the outlet's the way to go. So after spending a ridiculous amount of my Friday night in that store a couple weeks ago, I was like, okay, I think it's this one. I think I like this one. So the woman helping me was awesome. She was super sweet. So I was testing. There were two that I had narrowed it down to. And I'm sitting down on the one. I'm like, yeah, I do like this one. I go, I feel like the other one was cozier. And I had mentioned that I had two kids. And she said to me, well, men usually like a deeper seat. And I don't know why that triggered me. I was also super PMSy at the time. I looked up. I go, I like a deeper seat. First of all, let me say two things. Yes. Now, spoiler alert. I heard this story because <laughs> we talked about this on the car right down. So I knew this. Wait, what? Uh, However, both me and my husband, because yeah. afterwards I got real fired up. And yeah. then afterwards, Dan's like, what was the thing about the couch? And I told him what she said. And even Dan was like, how ignorant are you? Why would you say that? He goes, if a husband wanted to be a part of that conversation, he'd be there with her. Exactly. And I said, I would have turned around. And looked right at her and been like, I'll be sure to mention that to my wife. Oh, my God. Like, like are you out of your what? damn mind? What and then I that? was like, and then I overanalyzed it. I'm like, you're oh, not wearing a same, ring. Same. So I'm like, so does she, is she saying like you're single and you want to get a guy so get a deep couch? Or is she like, because that looking? I would support. Right, right. <laughs> but not if she turned around way. and was like, Chris Evans really likes a nice deep couch. You'd be like, bitch, you're, I'm buying five now. You want to make sure you get a real hefty guy <laughs> who likes a deeper couch. Like, Okay, yeah, I'm there's into that. so many ways she could word it that, but yeah. the way she just was like assuming that, like, not only for whatever one, reason you're buying this for a man, or that I give a shit what a man thinks about my, the deepness of my couch. I mean, I realize when we say things out loud, this sounds a little ridiculous. No, but I, I, but I totally agreed. And I said the day that my husband ever picks out furniture, decor, yeah, a fucking curtain rod, yeah, in my house, uh huh. That is just laughable. My husband doesn't know. I I said my husband, when we go furniture shopping, I don't know why I bring him because Ugh. he only finds couches that look like people are buried in the couch. Oh my God. Yeah. They look right? like they look like potato sack people. Yeah. yeah. Homer Simpson like couches. Homer Simpson, but then you upholstered him into yeah. the couch. <laughs> And he picks couches that I'm like, that is the ugliest fucking couch. Yeah. He's like, well, all your couches you pick are uncomfortable. And I'm like, maybe that'll inspire you guys to get off your asses and help me. Uh, right. The pretty couches are not comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, yes, you can find couches that are pretty and comfortable. Don't get me wrong, but you're spending a lot more for them. But yeah, I, I totally agreed. And so did Dan. Dan was yeah. like, that's kind of a ridiculous and ignorant comment to make to a single woman and they're buying a couch as if she gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, so but, you're not far off from that. Well, so after our conversation last week, when we talked about this story, I was like, maybe she was saying that because she knew my kids were boys. But I also said they were 11 and 8. So she, what was her exact like wording? Usually men prefer men, deeper couches. Men, not yeah. kids. Yeah. Not like usually kids like and deeper couches. And I mean, let's be honest. Like, is my Raymore and Flanagan outlet couch really going to last until my kids are adults? And right. if so, they should not be living with me. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah, I'm like, come on. So then I was also triggered. So I got a, a guy came to give an estimate on windows because I need two new windows. 
So on the phone and when they came here, they asked, are you the sole decision maker in the house? And I'm like, what the fuck difference does that? Like, I'm sorry. I'm it's you're not dealing like, with me. Yeah. Like my kid's not asking you like what you think I got to pass this by dad. What are you talking about? Don't fucking ask me that again. Oh, my God. I get so yeah, again, yeah. it's just really and the window guy. The window guy was a real, I mean, he was super, super salesy. And I'm like, you need to get out of my house. Oh, I hate salesy people. Oh, God, it was so bad. And I realized this is his job. But number one, I need an estimate on windows, which means I need you to tell me how much the windows well, it's will pa- cost. It's patronizing. He was here for an hour oh, telling me all about the window. I'm like, I, I could literally... Care, I, I could not care less. Right okay, now. I will say this. Listening to the story, yeah. The only thing I'll say in defense of them is they're probably used to dealing with men because I would not have the fucking patience patience to listen to mm-hmm. that shit. No, so then, I would make Dan be like, Dan, this is the window I want. Yeah. Figure your shit out. This is what we're getting. Oh my god! So he was here for an hour oh and telling me everything. So then I had told him. He's like, so one of the questions he had to ask on this list was, what do you want your monthly payment to be? I go, no. I'll be paying you in cash. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So then later on when we're talking about the price, he's like, so I'm just going to give you if you wanted to finance for six months. I go, oh, okay, but I'm paying you in cash. And he's like, I can to- tell you why they do that. Okay. Because don't they get, they get money, money back. Yeah. Right. Okay. If you open a finance plan. Yeah. And they actually have to charge you more. Yeah. So that fine, whatever. It's like why banks want you to have credit cards. Yeah, it's exactly. the same concept. They, yep. And they really do get pushed to push that. And mm-hmm. the only reason I know. So I'm I've always been a cash girl. Mm-hmm. So I don't walk into somewhere until I have the cash in hand to buy it. I don't do financing. I don't do any of that shit with like Best Buys or like, you know, when you're buying like a pl- home appliances. Right. I save up my fucking money mm-hmm. and I walk in and mm-hmm. it takes me a long time. It's not like, take you know, Amen. and I walk in because if you can find the right salesperson and you offer cash, you can usually get it for a better deal. Yeah. However, they will push the finance plan on you at least a dozen times before you walk out that door. Right. But they do appreciate cash. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I'm on board. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like being triggered by people everywhere. Well, I'll tell you what. I had a, a triggering moment, too. This really isn't supposed to be like a feminist rant, but it's kind of turning into one. Well, whatever, man. <sighs> because like this is just ridiculous. So I watch Ease Daily Pop. Mm-hmm. I might be the only person who does. But, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So I still watch it. Um, and I really like Carissa. Oh my gosh. I can't think of her name. If you ask, I can't even think of it. The meds are coming in, but I love that her. Children's Tylenol is kicking. <laughs> um, but anyways, I love her and I've been following her for years and she's a real woman. She has a real body. I love like her Instagram. I like her content. I really have a deep appreciation for her. And I feel like I watch her and I look at the culinary. Thank you. You're and I feel like I li- and look at how pretty she is. She and is. she has a normal body. She's a fantastic reporter. She's beautiful. She was on Channel One before she ever did that. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So I've like literally followed her career because for those of you who don't know or for our new listeners out there, mm-hmm. I went to school for communications. I wanted to be Carissa. I wanted to be Juliana Rancic. I wanted to be actually I really wanted to be Carson Daly, but it's fine. Uh, when TRL was out, right? 
So I really respect her. So I've been kind of following her on E! News. When she was pregnant, I was like, oh, God, they're going to get rid of her because, you know, she had a normal woman's body during pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, actually, they've really embraced her. And I I really like it. So Mm -hmm. anyways, after all the Kat Sadler stuff, I was like, she'll be out of there. She's not real thin. And now they're not doing that at all. They have like bigger women. They have more like um, ethnicities being shown on Inu. So I'm mm, happy. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Major side tangent. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the meds. So I'm Is watching it? Daily Pop. <laughs> right. I'm watching Daily Pop. And they're talking about JLo and A-Rod possibly breaking up. Now, this Mm -hmm. is we now know that they're trying to make it work. But this is when they first were launching the story that they were breaking up. And there is a co-host of hers who I also really like. And he is black and he is gay. And so I always find that he has a really great opportunity and platform. And he's always really um, diplomatic whenever he explains situations, especially Mm -hmm. when I was watching during like COVID and there were so many political and strong viewpoints. I felt like he was really good about being very diplomatic, but like trying to educate people on his point of view. Mm -hmm. So I like him as well until now. So (laughs) they're talking about JLo and A-Rod and the breakup. And he was like, well, he goes, you know, honestly, like, JLo's blowing up. She's doing New Year's Eve. She's doing this. She's do. She's did she do the Super Bowl? No, weekend in uh, 2019. 2019. But he's like, she's been having a year and then she's doing this. And now she's coming out with her skincare line, blah, blah, blah. He's like, and, you know, A-Rod probably just feels a little threatened because, like, she's just doing all this stuff and he's not doing anything. He's like, you know, maybe JLo should have, like, dimmed down a little. Mm. What? Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Oh my god. What did he just say? He was like, I just feel like she could have like been a little bit more sensitive to him not working oh, and said okay. no to a few more projects because it probably made him feel bad. He, by the way, retired. Also is a millionaire. Yeah. For what it's worth. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what what you're tell- telling JLo to dim dim herself? Yeah. Is like I, so I literally A-Rod feels better. So about so he feels better about himself. Fuck off. First of all, in real life, if a man loses a job, guess who has to go work? The wife to exactly. make money. Now they could both quit tomorrow and never work again and be fine. Yeah. But like, why would you say because your husband's like, you know, that's an excuse for him to fucking cheat on her. Right. Your husband's like ass bent because he's not working and you're working all the time. You're making him feel bad. Fuck you. They're a power couple. Power couple needs to lift each other up, not like Uh go down and be like, oh, he's not doing this. So I'm not I'm going to say no, because I feel bad. Fuck that, man. Pave the way and oh be like, God. you got this. Look at me. Look what I'm doing. I'm killing the game. Now you got to kill the game. Yeah. Like they're a power couple. So when he said this, I was like, oh, my God. He just literally said JLo needs to dim herself down for A-Rod. And because she didn't do that, A-Rod felt threatened. And so he had to seek um, um, comfort with other women to make himself feel better because JLo wasn't there for him emotionally the way he needed her to be. Carissa was like, she threw her stuff down. She was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she's like, J- she's like, don't ever talk about JLo like that. And like, you could see she was fired up and she's like, and they started arguing a little and she's like, we will be right back. Oh my and God. And then they were on commercial break and I am like writing her a DM on Instagram. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, and then I'm like, this guy's going to get canceled because like, how oh, do you yeah. say a comment like that and tell a woman she has to dim herself down for a man? Like, right. And then they came back from break and I think the producers were like, play nice because they were like, okay, we're back. 
<laughs> and then like he made like a quick statement. He's like, I didn't mean that I want JLo to hold herself back on her career. But just, that's just what I said. Yeah, but that's just what I said. So he tried to like come back from it. Mm-hmm. But I was so mad. So I literally sent like Carissa a whole DM like, mm, girl, I don't know how like they had to move on to the next topic. I would have gotten fired that day because I would have stayed on that topic. Oh, my time. God. I would have been like, so then let's go back to why that was a stupid ass thing for you to say. And I was like, you're a black gay man. You should know like how it feels when someone tells you to like dim, dim yourself, yourself for someone else. I was very upset. I'm still watching because of her, but I'm very upset with him. Oh, I can't believe he didn't get canceled yet. Yeah. So there's my trigger as well. Oh, my God. It's yeah. like all over the place. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I had a faith moment when I went grocery shopping at Wegmans. Oh, you had a faith. Did security fight? What'd you do? Okay, first of all, you, <laughs> you don't actually steal. So that, Did that's the FBI thing. run in and you <laughs> peed your pants? Not yet. Happened. Not yet. Um, <laughs> so I was grocery shopping a couple weeks ago, and I, do, I always do the self-checkout shit. So I put everything, I bagged everything, and then I'm walking out to my car and I realized that I had forgotten to scan an item. And naturally, it was a 99 cent item. I bought, (laughs) I stress bought like one thing of licorice that I got from Nature's Market. And I stared at it and I'm like, ugh, I just stole from Wegmans. I can't do that. <laughs> so I'm almost to my car and I turned back around Aww. and cashed myself out again. Because could you imagine if you got banned from Wegmans over a 99 cent item? Piece of fucking licorice. Like, come yeah. on now. No, that's terrible. So I was like, and also, obviously, I believe in like what you give out Karma. is what you get back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I get in my car and I, I have paid for everything. Now I'm eating the licorice because I'm like, <laughs> I better fucking not. Like if Jude eats this, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so I now when I get in my car, I usually have my Bluetooth hooked up already, but it says audio not connected. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I could have sworn I was listening to my phone when I pulled in. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> if it's not connected, that means I don't have my phone. So I'm like, okay, let me think about this. I'm like, if it was in the car somewhere, it would still connect. And I was also parked next to the cart corral thing. So I'm like, if I left it in the cart, it would still connect because you know, when you're in your driveway and your phone is in your house, it'll still. Sure. So I'm like, fuck, I left my phone somewhere in Wegmans. I have no idea where I left it. So I'm like, okay, I'm just, we're just going to take a breath here. And I'm going to go walk in. So I walked in and I'm like, okay, retracing my steps. I'm like, where could I possibly like put it down? So I remember that I asked the produce guy if I could put my stuff down so I could go get a cart because I was holding too much. So I looked where I put it down and nothing. So I'm like, okay, just go to customer service. So I did. And super clever. I said, did anybody turn in a phone? And the girl's like, oh, we were just talking about that, how we're not even going to fill out a form because we knew somebody would come in and, and um, claim it. I'm like, great. She's like, is there a password on this phone? I'm like, the first I had to describe the phone. And she's like, is there a password on it? I go, there is. She's like, can you please enter it for me? And I did. And then it opened and then they knew it was mine. I was like, that is so smart. That's also really good karma for returning. The I know, right? So I That's paid the ninety nine cents and I got my phone back. Thank um, you. Side note: This is a true story. Yes, and this is not someone I'm friends with anymore. Ooh. But I once had a friend who dated a guy who actually stole one thing from Wegmans. I think he was on drugs and stole one thing. 
one single thing. What was it? A steak. <laughs> and he stole it and they pulled him over. Yeah. And he got arrested and it made like national news. They talked about what? the Today Show because they were like, for the most ridiculous headline of the day, they were like, it was like T-Bone got T-Boned. Oh my God. And it was like, who, like who steals one steak? Like, what were you doing with one steak? That's like, it so was random. all over the news because people were making fun of him. It was like oh on the late God. shows where like, they were like, <laughs> we knew Wegmans had good steaks, but man, it's a lonely night when you got to steal <laughs> one steak from Wegmans. That's a true story. I really hope that friend's not listening. But oh, whatever. man. She's not dating that guy anymore. That's um, thing. Yeah, because he's probably in jail. Yeah, because he's steal one steak, steak stealer. Jesus. Yeah, we've reenacted that many times. It's pretty funny because oh this guy, God. you should also know, looks like Frank Catania. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh. very Jerseylicious and he I stole one it. steak. That's so amazing. Um, well, speaking of Wegmans. This is just, I just got like a shit ton of wait what's, but you're, I, I, have, I have one more wait what too that I just remember. I love it. So okay. we're just going back and forth. Yeah. Easy breezy. We'll get this done. Um, so on Easter, I met Josh and the boys. This was my first holiday, not waking up with the boys here. So that was a little bit weird, but yeah. it was fine. It was Easter. So I actually had a lot less work to do. I just want to throw that out there. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> and so I was meeting Josh and the boys at Wegmans. So, we were picking up plants for the families and stuff. So the boys are in terrible moods. They are exhausted. They pretty much hate each other and want nothing to do with this. Right. Yeah. So like every holiday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's okay. So are. Max was especially irritated and Max is at that age. He's like straight up middle school attitude, mm -hmm. like all of the time. So <laughs> we're leaving Wegmans and the boys are not getting along so much. Jude's like, I just want to stay away from him. I'm like, okay, chill out, dude. So Jude and I are walking like 10 feet behind Josh and Max. So <laughs> we're walking and in the vestibule, they're blaring meatloaf. Oh my I God. would do anything for love. So <laughs> naturally I start singing along. Oh my God. Max turns around. He's like, can you stop it? <gasps> I go, I cannot. It is meatloaf. So I continue singing. Josh starts singing. Jude starts cracking up. <gasps> it was hilarious. So Josh goes to Max. He's like, can you hold this plant? And he's like, no. So then oh, we changed the lyrics to, I would do anything for love, but I won't hold this plant. Oh my God. Oh, it was the best. We embarrassed the shit. I mean, out into the parking lot Perfect. on the way to the car. It was the best. And I would do anything for love. I would run right into hell and back. I would do anything for love. I'll never lie to you, and that's a fact. But I'll never forget the way you feel right now. No way, and I would do anything for love. God, it's such a great song. I don't know what Max's problem is. <laughs> I appreciate meatloaf more than them like whooping it up when you do the food donations. Oh, I'm right? not anti-food donation. I'm just anti everyone cheering like it's Mardi Gras. I'm like, for me to be this excited, I'm gonna need an alcoholic beverage. They should just play meatloaf every time somebody <laughs> donates. That would be so much better. <laughs> so much better. So I do have another wait what. Mm -hmm. 
So obviously in the theme of traveling. Mm -hmm. So on the way down, we ended up stopping at a hotel Mm. and like we felt pretty fancy because like, I don't know, like Dan and I have been together since we were in college. So we've had plenty of uh, like cheap ass hotels you've stayed in. Right. So I'm like, oh, we're going to be nice and stay in a nice hotel. And I had like a thousand points that I've never used. So I'm like, oh, I can do this and not pay for it. So that's perfect. Sweet. So we stay in like a really, really high end hotel. I'm like, we're going to just like live oh it up. God. Right. I love this. So then it was funny because then we went, we check in and then we like went out to dinner and then I got a text and it was like, hi, my name is April. I'm your front desk concierge service, blah, blah, blah. Would, would, what can we do to make your stay better? Would you like turn down service? So I was like, Dan, they're offering us turn down service. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, should we get it? And I was like, Dan's like, do you know what that is? I'm like, no, do you? And he's like, no. And I'm like, so then Dan's like, I think they just like open the sheets for you and turn the lights off or turn the lights down. And I'm like, what? That That's all they do? Like, like they turn down the sheets. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, like your mom, like, <laughs> like how hard is it to like go in your room? I mean, unless you just had the fucking vaccine in your arm feels like a bag of bricks. Yeah. How hard is it to like touch a sheet? And open it and pull it down. And then I was like, do they tuck me in? Like, what is the deal? Oh, so, my God. That would be amazing. I was like, what is turn down? So it's just <laughs> I'm like, turn down for what? Like, seriously, I was like, is this what that song is about? Are we going to turn up? Yeah. Is I was like, what happen? is happening? I was like, so it's just literally they dim the lights and then they open your bed sheets. Sometimes they leave chocolate. Right. It's so, yeah. So they leave some sort of confectionery object on your pillow, which I can't even eat anyways because I have an allergy. And also, like, in the time of COVID, do we really want someone touching our sheets? Right. So we Googled what turndown service is. Yeah. And in some places, now, mind you, we did not have a room with a tub. We had a very large shower, which was, like, super cool because I have to turn on every single faucet. Like, Oh, I, yeah. I'm like, how many ways can all these things hit? It's pretty cool. But uh, we had no tub. So they were like, oh, sometimes they, like, pour a hot bath. And, like, and I'm like, these are all things moms do. Yeah. It's literally, like, adult <laughs> mom service. Like, like they should advertise it. Like, do you really wish your mom came on vacation for you and tucked you in and drew you a hot bath? I was sometimes. like, do they sometimes serve you, do. like, warm milk and cinnamon at night? Like, Ooh. what is it? Yeah. But then we Googled it. And there's some, they said some places can read bedtime stories. What? Yeah. Oh, for the kids. For the kids. For the kids. I mean, yes. I, I guess mean, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you better tip real good if she's coming up and there's two adults in bed with their <laughs> with, with the blankets up to their necks. Well, I'll sleep. tell you what, Anna. Yeah. You and I are taking a girls' trip. Yeah. We're gonna stay in the bougiest hotel ever. Yeah. And we are gonna fucking get turned down service and I'm gonna expect a bedtime story. Yes. And we're just gonna be sitting there and I'm gonna be like, Can you feed me my confectionery? And it should be allergy free. And can you just put the wine in my mouth and sip it? Like I'm literally gonna be like, Mommy. Mommy, can you just do all of this for me? Like, it's literally mommy oh service. God. It's literally what your mom did for can you as you a kid. Can you also fold my clothes or hang them up? They also Thank do that. You. They do. Oh. Well, that's well, like basic housekeeping at a good hotel. 
They no. put your clothes away. I I only thought that happened for Ramona Singer on the house. No, if when she insists. Well, let me put happens. it this way because I've done nationals many times with my daughter in Florida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Should your daughter mm-hmm. throw her shit all over the bed? Oh my god! Then when the housekeeper comes in to make her bed, mm-hmm. she will kindly fold all the stupid clothes at the end of the bed. That's really sweet. Yeah. It's, it's a good deal. But anyways, yeah. So I didn't know what turndown services. And now I've made it my life mission that I'm just get it. I'm only going to search for hotels by the turndown service review. Can you go- I'm, can I'm, you search that on Yelp? Yeah. I just want to know what the turndown service is. And that is how I'm going to pick the next place I stay. It's going to be you and I, and we're going to find the bougiest turndown service ever. Can we find a turndown service that involves some kind of good looking male turning down my sheets? Mm. Yeah, because he can turn them down real, real good. And you can pay them to like tickle your arm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Play with your hair. I feel like that takes us to another category (laughs) of things. But I mean, okay, yeah, I'm here for it. Here's a 20. Can you tickle my arm? Can you tickle my arm till I fall asleep? (laughs) And then just braid my hair for me. Can you like Travis Barker does for Courtney? Uh, Whatever. Throw that in. Can you rub my back in a figure eight motion, please? Until I until I go night nights. Yep. Can you count my sheep for me? <laughs> Thank you. So anyways, I'm going to, I'm manifesting this. I love this. You and I are doing a girl's trip yeah. and we are literally going to find a hotel with the most extreme turndown service. I don't know how this isn't a reality show. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. If somebody takes this idea from this podcast, I'm going to be so pissed. They are. And they're going to give them jacksies too. <laughs> So not right. It's Which, so by not the fair. way, yes. let's go back to our walk of shame moment. <laughs> yes. So if you listen to our last podcast, you would have heard was that Mike who said to Mike us? Reynolds. Uh, I like how we're using first and last name. Yeah, like, we're totally calling him out. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. So we had the idea of Gene Maxis. So like jeans, because like, let's face it, waistbands are not our friends right now. Ugh. So jeans that you could pull up over your boobs. Yeah. And they're just like one long pair of jeans. It's a Max Jaxies. Yeah. And then we had Mike Reynolds send us a message. If you'd like to read that, Anna. Hold on. Oh, where is it? In general. No, I saw. Okay, Jaxi in British English. So I will say their Jaxi is spelled. Our our spelling is a little better. It's J A C K S I E, or also J A C K S Y, and it's a noun <laughs> and British slang for the buttocks or anus. Anus. Thank you for making me say anus. Yeah. So we literally wanted to have our new business idea be called anus. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, could have been worse. (laughs) Vaginas. Yeah. So back to Jazzy's. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jazzy's, which was the second option. Second option. Yeah. Yeah. No Jaxies for us because. Yeah. Like literally we'd just be anuses. Although that would be our luck is that we'd like invest a ton of money and like call it start a business, call it Jaxies, and people would be like, that's anuses. You just named your business anuses. You dumb assholes. <laughs> you dumb anuses. Yeah, I can imagine the news headlines now. My friends ex-boyfriend got some news headlines uh, yeah the exactly we would totally get it for jack yeah we definitely would although you know what i'll press is good press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so someone tells shana mokler that <laughs> or hilaria 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 baldwin um okay so i think i've got i've got 
two more Wait Whats that I want to talk about. And then I have a surprise Wait What that I've been waiting to even tell Faith. Okay. I'm super jazzed. Um, so we had a really bad windstorm a couple of weeks ago. And I had a giant branch fall down on my fence. So I don't know when it happened. All I know is that next minute I go to let the dog out and there's a giant branch down and my fence is all crashed in. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I did what I normally do when something stressful happens and I just stared at it for a little while. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go outside and I'm going to see if I can just get it off the fence. And then I can deal with like, you know, like chopping it up and shit. Because you're Wonder Woman and you're like, I think I can pick that tree branch up. I really underestimated how heavy it was going to be. You sent me a picture. It It looked like the whole tree. Yeah, it was very heavy. So, uh, no, I could not move it even a little bit. And I actually started laughing when I tried to move it because I was like, this is not even budging. It's not even budging. So I was talking to my friend Megan and she's like, do you need help? Because her husband owns a landscaping company. Shout out Pitcher Lake Landscaping. And he normally does my landscaping. And she's like, do you need help? I'm like, you know what? I do. I do need help because I don't know how this is going to happen right now. (laughs) So her husband comes over. He chainsaws this branch, gets it off of the fence and everything. And then he has this machine because he's a professional that collects the huge things that like we can't pick up and brings it to the street, to the curb. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, let this be a lesson that when somebody offers to help you just say yes, just say yes, because not only that, but then that baby angel, Megan, who I love so much anyway, this is my favorite part of the whole thing. She came over and brought dinner and she watched my kids and her kids are like BFFs. She watched the boys. She took care of everything inside of the house so I could be outside and get rid of this giant branch on top of my fence (laughs) with her husband. I was like, oh, my God. Like I after they had left, I just like sat down and I cried a little bit because I was just so grateful that like, I mean, everybody needs a Matt and Megan in their life. I swear to God. Agreed. Oh, my God. They were so magical and so helpful. And it's like I hate asking for help. But if I've learned anything the past year, it's been like ask for it or when it's offered to you. Don't don't accept it. Be a hero, man. Accept it. Because seriously, that branch would still be on my fence if I had not accepted that. That's like, I don't know what's going to happen here. (laughs) Uh, Somebody move that, please. (laughs) Um, The best was the reaction from the people who live behind me. Oh, boy. And so sometimes uh, they're older. The older generation has like no sensor whatsoever. Sure. So as I'm like struggling to get this branch off. The guy was like, oh, I mean, we're pretty excited because that branch really blocked a lot of our sun. So now we're going to have so much more sun in our pool. I'm like, because that's my concern right now. Not that my fence has collapsed right here. (laughs) Perfect. So glad your tan's going to kill it this summer. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. You really have nothing from vacation? I don't know. No. Well, I do, but I mean, not things I can talk about oh, on air. <laughs> it's like Vegas over there. Well, we're pretty tight-lipped, if you notice. Like, I don't yeah. post any pictures. We do mm-hmm. one big group family photo, mm-hmm. and that's the only one we post because everybody is very, like, everybody has jobs where, like, social media right. matters. Right. 
I mean, not me. I could like put a picture of me doing a keg stand. No one's firing the hairdresser. So, uh, <laughs> but everybody else does. So actually it's my favorite vacation because we're pretty unplugged Yeah, and we take a million pictures. Like I have thousands of pictures, but like we only do a Shutterfly album and share it with each other at the end. That's so sweet. We don't post any other pictures on Facebook unless it's of your own immediate family. Oh, I love that. So it's actually really nice because like, I don't know. It's just like you actually feel like you can let loose and like mm-hmm. really enjoy. Yeah. So there were some interesting dynamics, though, because like Keely's 16. Now you have to remember, we didn't do this trip last year. Oh, yeah. So the last time Keely went, she was 14 and she usually brings a friend with her. She had mm-hmm. no friends this year. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening pretty much every night was when we put the littles to bed. Keely would stay up with us. And that's like, I mean, we turn on Pitbull and have a good time. Like we have some dance parties in that kitchen. And I could not relax because Keely was still up. And then Keely was taking pictures. And then I realized I never did the social media talk with her. Oh, no. Because like she doesn't know that we don't post pictures. Right. Like all the adults know, but she's the first one. And normally she brings a friend. So they don't hang out with us. They usually go up in their room and watch Netflix all night. Yeah. But because she had no friend, she was out with us. So it was just a really interesting dynamic. But like it is my one of my favorite vacations because we're all super unplugged and it's three generations of two families. I love that. But it's literally like summer house if they had children and their parents were there. (laughs) It's the only way to describe it because the shenanigans is just as crazy. Who do you play? I'm Paige. Oh, obviously. I was definitely Paige because I definitely am really big about coordinating all my outfits. And I have like a bathing suit for every single day, even though there's a washer and dryer. I love it. And I'm always like trying to be very stylish, although I do not wear a lick of makeup this entire vacation. I don't even bring it. I love it. Um, So I actually do not wear any makeup at all. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the Paige. And usually I can be a little more like drunk page, but I really didn't this year because Keely was up and mm. I just felt like she was watching and yeah. like it was a weird dynamic for me. Um, It was probably good. So I actually put myself to bed like every night and there was one night I just went up early and watched a movie by myself. My husband was Kyle. Oh, <laughs> so my husband has like no FOMO ever. If I was like, I'm going out all seven nights this week he would be like, cool, have fun. Like, he's totally fine. He doesn't feel need to go out. He's not like, what am I missing? He's like, does not like to go out and party like crazy. <laughs> but vacation Dan is, to- do you know he has an alter ego? And like, when we've gone on vacations Ooh. with our friends, they have nicknames for him because when Dan goes on vacation, he like turns it up and I become like, I'm going to go upstairs and watch my movie with my tea. Like, oh, my God. He was raging. I think my husband was the last one to bed every single night of vacation. Wow. I would go up and I'm like, I'm going up now. And he's like, I'll be up in an hour. And I'm like, okay. And then, like, I don't really sleep well. First of all, I'm not in my own bed. Mm -hmm. And second of all, I just don't sleep well when he's not there because I'm like a big time, like stage five clinger when I sleep at night like oh, gotcha. I like poor Dan is like a body pillow mm. that I just like probably smush all night <laughs> but so I don't sleep well when he's not in bed mm-hmm. so I would look and it'd be like three hours later and I go near the staircase and I can hear the fucking pit bull oh my god and I'm like what is happening down there <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so he goes the other way. He's Kyle on vacation. Oh my god, that is the He's best. Out of his mind. He didn't break anything this year, oh, which good. was nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was a little crazy. And I was Paige. I like put myself to bed. I got like a good buzz going every day. And yeah, I went to bed early. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And coordinated my outfits. My outfits were pretty on point. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, good for you. I, yeah. I love that you coordinate your outfits, but you don't wear makeup. No, I wear no makeup. My outfits do all the talking when I'm on Ooh, vacation. I love that. And I have to, like, I'm like an OCD person. Like, Dan lived out of a suitcase the whole time. Oh. I have to, first of all, I Clorox wiped everything in that yeah. room. Mm -hmm. But I have to put everything out in dressers. I have to fold them the Marie Kondo way. I need to be able to see what I'm looking at. My shoes are placed out. I bring my own hangers so I can have all my things that hang up. I'm like OCD. Wow. I have to fully, fully, fully unpack. If I'm going somewhere for one night, I have to unpack my things. Okay. So like if I'm going somewhere for like a week then, or even like right. four days, right. I'll totally do that. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 I did it when we stayed overnight in that hotel for one night. <laughs> I am like a crazy person. I need to have everything laid out, cleaned and organized before I can relax. I love that. Yeah. So I oh. guess I am a little more like Paige, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Super impressive. And she had no boyfriend all of Summer House and I had no husband. Because so. <laughs> he was raging. He was oh, raging. I love it. <laughs> okay. So are you ready? Uh -huh. Okay. So I, on Friday... Because I'll just happen on Friday. Okay. Met two guys. <gasps> I don't know how this wasn't the first thing we talked about. Because I wanted to save it. Oh, my God. So, one, I know nothing about. So, he very he wasn't wearing a ring. But, again, that could mean nothing. How did we meet them? Um. Okay. So, I'm, I'm just going to be a little cautious about how I say this. Because, okay. Well, the one, I don't even know if he has a girlfriend. So, okay. I mean, and the odd chance that his girlfriend listens to this. Sure. Sorry. Um, anyway, so I at a restaurant. Okay. Say that. Oh, actually both were at a restaurant. Okay. And so, um, the one, I, I just felt like we were kind of vibing again. I could be totally way off on this, but you know, whatever. So I would see him through work. Okay. So you kind of knew him. No, I never met him before. In my oh, life. okay. Yeah. Well, actually I did because of what he does. Okay. But this was like a long time ago, but because of my work, I could work more closely with him. Okay. So I could find out like what his thing is. Sure. What his deal is if he has a girlfriend or whatever. Okay. Um, cause again, he wasn't wearing a ring, but okay. again, that could mean nothing. Also, he seemed like he was a little bit younger. So I, w the second these mics turn off, I'm going to need names. Oh, one that I have photos. Addresses. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're going to. You got it all. We're going. I will give it to okay. you. Okay. Yes. So the other one, I went to dinner with two friends on Friday night and <laughs> my one friend's ex-husband was at the bar with his friend and his friend was the one I was like, uh, yeah, hello. He's super dreamy. So this is the best. So <laughs> my friend Fran is the best. She is like, think of like the most animated friend that you have. And like, this is her. Plus she's got three kids, which is like her line. Like I have three kids. I don't do anything. Yeah. So whenever something exciting happens, she's like next level. She's like super extra about it. So we're sitting at the table and my friend had texted her ex-husband and was like, hey, is your friend you're with single? And he's like, she's like asking for a friend. So he figured out it was me because I was the only one not married at the table. And so 
um, the waitress comes over and says, oh, so-and-so would like to buy, we're going to, let's give him a code name. Um, Chad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm into it. So Chad wants to buy you a drink. I'm like, oh, <gasps> okay. Okay. So then like kind of your expression only super extra was how my friend Fran reacted. Oh my God. Goes, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. As he walked past our table to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, oh God. Way to be cool. Oh, way God. to be I cool. Go, Fran, you got to put some shade on that, man. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just really excited for you. First of all, I'm really happy Fran was there to represent because oh, that would have been me. Oh, so 1, I'm so happy that you had some obnoxious person to not be smooth in this <laughs> situation. So funny. I feel very seen. Oh, my okay. God. It was so funny. So then I'm like, oh, oh, like obviously I'm accepting a drink. Hello. Um, but then I was like, well, now what's my move? So my friend's daughter was there. I was with Christy in France. So Christy's daughter was there. I go, Grace, she's a millennial. I actually, she's the one under it. Gen Z. Is that I, it? I don't know. Whatever. I'm gonna she's, need to she's super okay. young. So I said, oh my God, Grace, what do I do? And she's like, um, I don't. So Fran was like, have them come over. Cause they were sitting at the bar. Okay. So then they put two chair. They added two chairs at our table. Well, they put one on the end because there were only three of us. And Fran goes, "Have him sit there." So then he's right next to you, Anna. I'm like, "Can you just please?" Oh he's like god. ten feet away. Can you please? Oh my god! Hilarious. So they came over and we started talking. So he's really cool guy. He's got a really cool job that I'm not going to discuss on air, but just wait. Just wait. oh my god. Uh, yeah. So. Super exciting. So um, when we left, we left and we exchanged phone numbers. And so he texts me the next day <gasps> and he's traveling for work. So he's like, when I get back, I'd love to see you again. I'm like, OK, yeah, like I'm on board <gasps> with that. I know. However, <laughs> I have not heard from him since yesterday morning. Oh, so I'm like, oh, well, is this how it goes now? Is that just goes downhill? Oh, well, I mean, you're asking you the wrong person. I know. Well, I mean, you know, I know he works like 80 hours a week. He probably has your work schedule Um, and whatever. Like if it happens, awesome. If not, I was just excited that I like, I mean, that's just like a huge boost. Yeah. It gave me hope that there's like, how long was I gone? Are people at bars now? Like, what is that? Ha- uh, you're t- saying this. I'm like, I am picturing like the restaurant situation. Like, oh, mind right. you, when we go out of town and stay in this house, we don't go out to eat. Right. We don't leave the house. Right. We don't leave the house on a normal year, but mm-hmm. we definitely don't leave it on a COVID year. And I've been gone for 11 days. I'm like, what's happening at restaurants that you're going to bars and meeting people? Can we stand at bars? Can people come? Like, I'm so I'm confused of the setup. Restaurants. Of the situation. Okay. So restaurants are at 75% capacity now. Okay. And you can sit at the bar of a restaurant. Okay. You just have to order like an appetizer. So both times are at restaurants. Yes, but the one I'll the one he works at the restaurant. The the first guy. Do I know him? I don't know, but we'll talk about it after. <gasps> no, I no 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 no. Okay. I don't think it's you not do. the one I know. No. It's okay. Not. All right. I was like, <laughs> she's so excited. I was like, wait. Wait, okay. It'll make There's sense been someone on the radar, it. but okay. All right. Yeah, no. We're going to have to like shut this shit down real quick because I'm going to need details. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to give you, I am fully prepared with all of them. All of them. And again, this could be, I could be really blowing up the one. Have you out of heard proportion. from the other one, the first one? I didn't, 
Um, technically, yes. Okay. But it was through like work stuff. So oh, it doesn't still, really count. Well, it does. I mean, again, I don't even know. See, this is the bad thing is I almost wish that people, and I realize this is ridiculous, but I almost wish that people had like little, oh, what is that? The Sims where they have like oh, yeah. the things above their heads, mm -hmm. like, and they were like certain colors if they were single or if they were, sure. um, like unmarried, but right. with somebody like coupled. Right. Versus not. Sure. Yeah. Because I mean, I could have completely read that first guy totally wrong. Right. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. Or you could just be like me and get like a really sick wedding ring tan line <laughs> that I don't think is going to go away till October. <laughs> just say so you no. Know. You are so tan. <laughs> you are so tan. All right. We are taking a break because I need names and addresses and pictures. Do we have anything else to talk about? Yes. Bravo. Oh, right. Okay. Hold on. We're back. We're back. We just did a real deep dive, man. Oof. Yeah, we just did some major stocking. I'm soups excited. <laughs> I ship all of that. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I like, I like what yeah. you did there. So anyways, uh -huh. moving on to other people's lives. Yeah. Bravo. Well, okay. So we're like so behind now because the last episode we talked about Bravo in such great depth because we had the Jen Shah arrest um, we had the summer house and the Jersey updates and now yeah. it's like a whole nother week later. I know. So I feel like everything's old news, but yeah. for those of you who don't know, Jen Shaw, I can give like a really quick rundown of Ooh, the yeah. important points. Do it up without paper. Ooh. Let's see. All right. So Jen Shaw got that. arrested because she's running a huge telemarketing scheme where she is, um, uh, pretty much ripping off the elderly. Um, nice. and they've gotten millions of dollars and she has all these sh separate shell companies. And, um, Anna and I got into a pretty like interesting deep dive about whether we think coach Shaw knew or not, but the basic answer we're going to go with is that we hope he just didn't know because we love him and mm. he was <sighs> never home. So it'd be very easy for her to hide this. And what it looks like is she had four other companies off of her marketing firm oh that were doing God. this. So it seems like this obviously was something that the FBI had to really dig deep to figure out. Um, they were filming at the time. They were about to go on a trip. Ugh. They were in a van. It was Meredith, Lisa, and Heather, and Jen were in the van. Jen gets a phone call from her husband saying, hey, the FBI is coming to you. I don't know if like he was like warning her or if he was like if they showed up with him and then he's like, what is going on? So mm -hmm. I don't know how that phone call went, Ugh. but they were filming. I wish so I Jen told everybody, my husband's in the hospital. I have to go. Oh my God. And then five minutes later, the feds surrounded the van with the other women in it and Jen's not there. So crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't wait. I hope they fucking put all of this in the yeah. episode. So I went on a deep dive one night, went on a rabbit hole and there was this lawyer who was weighing in on it and she used to work for Bravo. And she said that um, because the arrest itself isn't on camera, even if it is Bravo owns the rights to it because they were filming. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't see why the scene of them surrounding the van can't air. Um, she's like, Bravo's within every right to air that. Oh so. my God. Cause could you even imagine their faces? I know. I do think that the reason why the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer keeps getting delayed is I think Tom Girardi's people are working in overtime to prevent that story from coming out. I do think that's what is happening. Oh, but it's really interesting. Yeah. I think all of this is delayed because they're figuring out how to air the Erica Jane drama without being sued by Tom Girardi, to be honest with you. Um, mm. But anyway, and to not let certain details of the case out. 
But yeah, so Jen Shah's been arrested. She's out now living her best life. She keeps writing oh these like God. cryptic posts like, just wait till you see the other side of the story. So I really want to know how ripping off millions from the elderly <laughs> has another side to the did, story. Did you see the meme? Oh, what? Oh, shit. Was it Larry who posted it? Because I was dying laughing. It was probably um, Larry because he has the best content. It was something about like Mary effing grandpas, but Jen ripping them off. But yes. I won't, I won't F your grandpa, but I'll take his money. That's yes. what it was. Yes. It was amazing. So yeah, so that happened. So I guess we're going to see how this all plays out. She's had like two court dates. One got canceled because they did it virtually and she couldn't get on because so many fans jumped on <laughs> to listen. Um, so I guess we'll just sit back and see what happens with the Jen Shah drama, but either way, it's definitely being filmed because they are taping right now. So this is amazing. It really is. Switching over to Summer House, which I have lots of feelings. Are you totally caught up? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, wait, did I watch last Thursday? Um, did you watch Hannah and Des have sex in every room of the house? No. Okay. Then you are not not caught caught up. up. No. Ew. Well, I mean... It probably wouldn't have been bad, except they did it on Kyle and Amanda's room <gasps> on purpose to say F you to Kyle. Oh, my God. And then Paige actually gets really drunk and they tell her and she cannot hold keep her composure. She is laughing so hard. Oh, my God. She is like, you're screwed. We're done. This is going to be the end of your friendship right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. So that's happening. They're all back together. This. Lindsay and Stravi are back together. They, Danielle's ugh. with her boyfriend. Well, you know, at least Stravi and Lindsay are broken up in real life. Right. Thank God. Um, on off Bravo News, Carl Radke was on Watch What Happens Live and let it slip that he would love to be with Paige, but she currently has a boyfriend. Oh, my God. Rumor is her boyfriend is Craig from Southern Charm. Ugh. Craig went to Winter House uh, with half the cast from Summer House um, in Vermont mm-hmm. with a girlfriend <gasps> and supposedly is now not dating her and is dating Paige. And currently she just... And the other rumor is that Austin is with Sierra. <gasps> And everyone's kind of been speculating. They don't know if there's truth to it. Paige and Sierra are on a plane going to Charleston and they just posted pictures hanging out with Austin and Charleston. Stop. So I think there is validity to it. Um, so the rumor is, is that Paige is with Craig and Sierra's with Austin. Oh my I God. I don't know how true that is because Craig has been on his own podcast, even as like right before he went to Vermont saying how much he loves his girlfriend. Mm. So I don't, no, Not no I mo. also really love Paige and she's a pretty like she's got a very good sense about her on her shoulders. So agree. I really don't think she would be the other woman. I don't think she put like so I'm really curious. Number one, if this is true and number mm-hmm. two, if it is how this went down, because Paige is not the type of girl to do that. Um, you know, she'd be like, you can break up with your girlfriend before you even touch me. Yeah, like, she just isn't like that. She isn't. Oh, she isn't. So she really isn't. So I'm I'm curious to see if this is true, which it looks like it is. And if it is true, how it went down. So I guess we're going to have to wait for Winter House. <sighs> and like I really wanted her and uh, Carl to get together. Well, Carl said, I, I'm 
such a fan of Paige and Carl. Like yeah. I have been since season one when nobody liked Carl. And now I'm like annoyed because everyone likes Carl now. I'm like, hi, I loved him from the beginning, even when he was an, a total asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've seen him through his entire journey. So yeah. I just want to say that everyone's like, I love him now. And I'm like, fuck you. I've loved him since day one. When yeah, he screwed for over for worse. When he screwed over a workus twin. Anyways. Oh my God. Um, but I love him and Paige. So someone was asking when he was on Watch What Happens Live, like, do you think there's ever a shot for you and Paige? And he's like, he's like, well, currently she has a boyfriend and that's fine. And he goes, but you know, I think Paige just has to really figure out a lot of stuff about herself. And he's like, but we'll see what happens this summer. So I Ooh. feel like it's not off the table for him because spoiler alert only for you because you haven't watched. Oh, yeah. They go on a boat this past episode and Paige actually gets drunk. You never see Paige drunk. Yeah. Paige actually gets drunk. And she's like, I the whole time just wanted to have sex with Carl on that boat. <gasps> so they were asking his reaction. And he's like, I was um, he goes, I don't want to be disrespectful to Paige's boyfriend. But um, obviously that comment made me very happy. Oh, my I God. And he really liked Paige. The problem was like, yeah, which you this is I like when know. she yeah. first started. Mm -hmm. He liked her the second he spotted eyes on her. He was like, oh, my God, she's exactly my type. Oh, my God, I'm in love. Like Carl was like ready to commit. Paige was the one that was kind of like, mm, I don't know about you. And she would only kiss. She wouldn't do anything else. And Carl was like at the time, truly a fuck boy and just was always having sex. Mm -hmm. So like he couldn't understand why she was like, holding off. Oh my God. And then she was mad because she's like, if you really like me, then contact me Monday through Friday and not just up here every weekend when you just are like corny and want to like kiss me in a pantry. Yeah. And he never would. So she's like, I expect more out of someone I date and I'm not just going to be here for your weekend fun. So we're done. And that's why it didn't work out with them is because Paige is like, oh no, she's like, if you can't call Ugh, me I love Monday her. through Friday, she's so right. though. Yeah. She was like, then you can't have me on the weekend. And then Carl like, was all upset about it and then like had sex with a bunch of girls but it was cool. Fine. Cool, but cool, i mean cool. Paige ended that it's not wow. like carl ended that yeah huh. so interesting now that carl is carl 4.0 i know um <laughs> it'll be and he definitely really likes Paige. <sighs> i think i can't wait for the next season and i can't wait for winter house yes yeah, same because i think it's going to be a game changer is carl on winter house no <sighs> No, because that would have been super interesting. I know. No, he's not. But Craig and Austin are. And apparently rumor is they're all together. I hate that we have to wait so long. I know. I know. It's like we're we're so spoiled with like being able to binge watch things. I know. I'm like, oh, my God, this is archaic waiting a week. Ugh. Like, what is this? 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what show I started? Speaking of new shows, um, I started on Netflix is The Wedding Coach. Oh, is it good? Oh, my God. Shout out to my friend, Sarah, who recommended it. So it's a reality show. And this woman is a comedian. I've never seen her before. She's hilarious. She goes in right before the wedding is supposed to happen. And she's like, dude, planning a wedding is the worst. Like, she's like, most of the couples start hating each other right before it. Most of them are like so stressed out by all this stuff. So she goes in and like coaches them through it. Oh, that's and, cool. And the very first couple is from Rochester. Really? Yeah. So they live in L.A., but they get married in Rochester. And <gasps> it's super. And then she has these guest guest co-hosts come on, like other comedians. And oh my they, the first episode was. I'm going to watch this to the Rochester so shout out. Do it. Do yeah. it. Because the, <laughs> the first episode was 
hilarious. What was the couple's name? Do you remember? No. No, but that. he was super. They were a super cute couple. Oh, I'm so interested. She now. referred to her as tattooed Barbie. Oh, and I can't remember what she said. The guy was super cute, too. How old were they? Were Um, they young? Yeah, they were probably early 30s. Mm, Okay, let me be like 20. You keep talking, so I'm going to look this up. I have no idea. I have no concept of age. I discovered. Now I want to see. Yeah. Aaron and Travis. Okay. Aaron and Travis. Okay, I'm going to have to watch. Is that who they were? Yep. Yeah. I know a bunch of people that. Uh, oh, I know this comedian. She's hysterical. What else has she been on? I don't. I watch like a lot of like random comedian things. By the way, there's a really good one on FX that uh, is coming out, mm-hmm. and all these comedians are talking. Female comedians are talking about how hard it is for female Oof. comedians in that world. Yeah, and there's a whole series where they only feature female comedians. Oh, how cool! Yeah, it looks amazing. Um. Okay, so Jersey. Ugh. Did you watch this week's? Uh, of course I did. So, you know, talking about interesting feminist. Um, Yikes. Like views. I found the dynamic with Joe and Melissa so fascinating mm-hmm. because I know even in my marriage, I've dealt with these type of issues. Mm-hmm. And I found it really interesting because what I liked about it was Joe's not wrong. Melissa's not wrong. Mm-hmm. It is two different mindsets. Mm-hmm. And it's really fascinating to see how they come together because if they come together, because I'm like, you know, Joe's not like you're my woman stay in the kitchen. Right. Joe's like, I adore you. I want to give you the world. Mm-hmm. I worship you. Mm-hmm. And like when you see it from that point of view and like he's raised Italian and like you see that it comes with good intention. And he really does love her so much. He's not an asshole. He doesn't hurt her, beat her, cheat on her. Like, he is a good guy, and he just wants his world to be about her. But for that to happen in his mind, it means her world has to be about him. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that mindset. And I think it's really common, more common than people think. Right. How someone is raised makes a huge impact on what they expect in a marriage. 100%. So when I watched it, I'm like, oh, you kind of felt bad because I obviously can relate to Melissa's point of view. Right. And we've talked about it before in past podcast about how Melissa has evolved so much. Oh my God. And how she is becoming this independent, amazing businesswoman. Yeah. How I love her. Yeah. Um, and she does no wrong in my book. But it's like what she wants isn't I ba- mean wrong even when either. she throws a platter of cheese, she, she picks still it up. cleans it up. She's amazing. She really is. And I'm like, I get it. Her kids are growing up. She mm-hmm. wants something for herself. Mm-hmm. She's ready to evolve and move on to something different. Yeah. And I don't blame her. And the heart that it's it's just an interesting dynamic because I think it's really honest and there is no winning or losing or right or wrong. Right. And I think that was the one thing I liked about how it came across was they showed you authentically both people's side and you could understand both people's side and neither of them. Both of them talked about their point without throwing the other one under the bus. Yeah. Agreed. They Agreed. both were like, I love you. I respect you. But now I want this. I love you. I respect you. But now I want this. So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. But I know for me, it was like very fascinating to see because I know even in my relationship, that dynamic gets really gray area sometimes. One thousand percent. And I mean, so one of the main reasons why people get divorced is because 
the man goes in, into the relationship expecting the woman to stay the exact same the entire time. And the woman goes into the relationship thinking the man will change and the opposite happens. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's a really important dynamic. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's very fascinating because they're showing it in a way that's very authentic and it's not making either of them look bad. They just aren't on the same page. Yeah. And I think that's really common. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. But like major shout out to Bravo for like explaining that storyline without making a villain. Yeah, because it and they did put a lot of emphasis on Joe as well, which normally in that kind of like sure. show, they wouldn't they wouldn't do that. Right. But they showed him talking to Joe um, Benino. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret's and, husband. Yeah. And who else? Oh, Evan. but then when it you go Evan. into like you see his parents and you see yeah. it all comes from good intention. He's he like, wants, I just want that. Yeah. Like he wants my dad worship my mom. Yeah. The traditional idea of and he never says anything like you're dumb, you're stupid, you're not smart to do that. Right. He's never like telling her she can't do it. He knows she can do that. He just wishes she wouldn't because he just loves her. Yeah. And wants her with him. All He wants to be the center of her life. But also, I mean, now we're getting back to that whole J-Lo A-Rod thing. Right. Like, absolutely. Melissa's been fucking killing it the past 10 years. She absolutely has been. And, know? like, that's an opportunity for him to kind of step down. And support her. Yeah. But especially that is a very hard thing for men to do. Yeah. But also, no. I know. I'm, right. I'm not here for that. No, neither am I. But yeah. it is hard for men to do. And I think, too, like for her, I think 2020 was obviously difficult because then she had three kids that she had a homeschool. So her job obviously took a backseat. Right. And that's going to cause a lot of resentment. And she's trying to have a business and she's trying to, like, create more. Like her goals are like shoot for the moon. Right. Right. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I understand both sides. Right. Well, I also think it's a little hypocritical for Joe to not be okay with Melissa being more of an opportunist about this platform and situation they have. Right. When he launched Joe Gorga. Yeah. That's a thing. He totally did a different thing. Like mm -hmm. he with work. I know. Like he's still doing construction, right? Right, right. Yeah. But I'm so, just like, I don't know. I know. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I think it's going to really resonate with a lot of people mm -hmm. because I think this is all, whether in your marriage, whether it's a whisper or a scream, there's always that dynamic between right. husband and wife and that resentment and that guilt and whatever that capacity may be. Mm -hmm. There's always that balancing of what your quote unquote job is. And like you said, I know Dan and I have been together since we were 19. Mm -hmm. They got married when they were 24. Mm -hmm. When you marry someone at that age, your right. expectation or your vision of what's going to happen is so naive and so different. And then you get older and you evolve and you know, it just seems like they're evolving into two different people. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I hope for their children's sake, they can figure out a way to embrace each other in right. their new endeavors and have more of a balance. But mm -hmm. if they can't, they can't. And there's nothing wrong with that either. You know so. what I think is really interesting is I was kind of watching Dolores and Frank kind of like look at the situation. And I think as somebody who is divorced, like when and even if like a, a friend comes sure. up to me and sure. like ask me about stuff. Um, 
like if they're having an issue with their husband, like it really is like, those are the people you want to talk to, right? Because they see things from like a totally different perspective. So like, and I think with, uh, I think Dolores was the one who was chiming in, like, listen, she fucking loves you yep. more than anything. So like, don't be a dumbass. Like, this is a miscommunication here. <laughs> I just smacked my mic. Like, don't let a stupid. And I think when you're divorced, you see that part of it. We're like, this is a minor blip. Right. Right. And like, what she's this- asking you to do is just support her. In yeah, that. exactly. Right. Exactly. This is and you lo- obviously have a very deep love and respect for each other. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like that is something that like you can work through because they have that foundation. They do. And I think that's what is really like because Dolores and Frank, I mean, he cheated on her. Right. Like, like right. multiple times. Multiple right? times. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's different. So they have like a different perspective of it. Sure. But I look forward to as like it because this whole storyline kind of evolves over the whole yes. season is seeing, especially w- how Frank and Dolores kind of yeah. chime in. Especially because I love Frank and Dolores. Ugh, I mean, they're the best. Ugh. They are making this whole season. They, I love them. Yeah. I love them. I know. Like, and I don't want them to get together though, because I love the dynamic they have well, apart. I mean, it's the same kind of thing that I've even said about you and your ex of like, when you have a couple that gets along that well Mm -hmm. divorced, Mm -hmm. then you know that that was the right decision. Right. You know, they may not be like that if they were married. Yeah. You know, exactly. They would fucking hate each other. Right. So sometimes some people like, you know, Dan and I have said it before when we see some couples that, and honestly, you and Josh are always an example of like how, I mean, don't get me wrong. I also know, you know, how much work and I know all the things you've gone through, but the fact that you can have this really respectful co-parenting relationship mm-hmm. on so many levels, especially publicly, and you've never made anyone choose sides or you've never but you like you've never put anyone in the middle, including your own children. Mm-hmm. Dan and I have a huge respect for that. But we always say it's like, well, that's how you know that was the right decision, because I I just can't imagine things going that smoothly for a lot of people when there's still a lot of feelings involved as far as like one person wants it, one person doesn't, which I know that that can be part of it for a little while. But Mm -hmm. when you get along like that post-divorce, it was the right decision. Yeah. And it's real fucking hard to get to that point. It It's a lot of work. Somebody asked me, I don't know if I talked about this on a podcast, but somebody asked me how divorce was. Somebody (laughs) I hadn't seen in a long time. And I go, you know, it's a lot like marriage. I go, there are highs and there are lows where sometimes you're like, yeah, we could totally do this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, I'm going to murder you in your sleep. Except divorce to me to get to that point, like even for you to be at the point you're at. Yeah. I feel like it was like Joe versus the volcano <laughs> where like you just had to jump into a fucking volcano full of lava and trust the process. Yeah. And come out the other side. Yeah. Whereas marriage, you go into it like, you know, with like joy and love and flowers. Right. And, yeah. Like, it's yeah. Divorce is like if you jump down this volcano full of lava. Right. There's a good chance you might come out the other side and you're going to be burned. And you're going to be injured yeah. and you're going to have scars. And you're going to lose half your shit. Right. But you <laughs> but... might be able to walk away with a better life. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of trust. Yeah, it really is. It's a bigger trust than marriage, to be honest. Um, Amy Poehler said in her book that getting divorced is like putting everything that you love into a blanket and then like 
flipping the blanket up and watching <laughs> everything you love just fly up and fall all over the place. And yeah. that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And her and Will have a great co-parenting relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. it can, it, I mean, it takes a, like I said, a lot of fucking work, mm -hmm. but divorce takes as much work as marriage does. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. And at the end of the day, I don't have to share my bed. There so you go. Or your couch. That. Yeah. Lady at Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> That's so great. But on that uh, note, yeah. I think I think we're all done. We are all done, guys. I don't know what timestamp we're at. Um, I think we're just under an hour and a half. Oh, that's not too bad for us. No, considering how long it's been. Right. But thank you. It feels you like guys. a lot longer because we took a deep dive on the two guys. <laughs> True. <laughs> also feels longer because my head feels like helium. So. Oh my God. Fine. Fine. God bless you. Um, you are a real trooper. You really are. And I hope that our podcast listeners really understand how dedicated you are because. Well, at this point, God I need podcast you. money for vet bills. So yeah. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate it. Feel free to DM us. Really don't email us. We don't check it unless no. you're Andy Cohen. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So DM Definitely us. Don't tweet us. Yeah. Don't tweet us. I don't even think I have Twitter anymore. Um, <laughs> subscribe, like, rate, review, all of the above. We always appreciate you guys listening and definitely always give us ideas for anything you want to hear on here. Yes. And thanks so much. We love you. Bye.